Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Welcome, everyone. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for being here. We are with a beautiful soul who shares with us today on the divine feminine energies. And our topic is embodied ascension, awakening crystalline stargates into infinite love. We're going to talk about stargates, how they're within us, how we can cultivate them. And we're going to talk about embodied ascension. Grace Galzagori works with the feminine Christ energies and you are in for a treat as we bathe in this flow. Grace, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I, I really love being here with you, Lorraine. It's just lovely. Every time I, my heart just feels warm when I think about it. So thank you for the opportunity. And, thank, and I thank everyone who's with us. And it's just a magical moment. We are here on this 11 day, the start of a new year. And it feels really warm. Um, this this type of program is meant to support the 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 truth and the foundations of love and light. And that's what your work does too, when it's the divine feminine. So as we are starting this year, what is your impression? What is your perspective? of where we're moving, what's ahead, as we really step into more of our path on this ascension journey? Uh, this is a, a good question, because kind of the million dollar question, like what is ahead, because everybody wants to know. And yet at the same time, I have to say, my greatest uh, awareness is that the intensification of the purification that's happening right now is uh, really in a, in a way uh, what's calling our attention because we have in for so long on this planet denied the body denied our hearts and not been attuned to what it means to be whole and to be embodied in a sense in um in that consciousness we've always been in the transcendent get away from get get out of and we're being asked to actually own own all that's happened here as the masters of our own destiny in a sense and to recognize what we lost when we lost the divine feminine and now i'm really working even more with the mother and how the divine mother i mean i so feel it in my heart when i speak of the ancient mother the mother that's rising it's like she just loves her children and she wants not just humans the animals the trees the plants the the rivers the oceans all of that that she's bringing all into union in her heart in her womb and saying come home my children you've been astray for so long and so that impetus of love, which is the divine mother love, is really, I mean, it just feels like that flow is amplified on the planet so dramatically right now. And people are afraid of the purification, but I feel like every, we are so supported and the mother's love is, is, is just beyond anything we've known. We think we know what love is, we really don't. And so it feels like a maturation into love, maturation into the 
uh, embodiment of love to really be one with our bodies and in communion and relationship with our bodies, with the earth, with the, you know, with, with all life forms to recognize that that's, that's our next, that we recognize we're not separate from, that we are actually interconnected, interwoven in this web of life that is our life on the planet. So I feel like that's just becoming more amplified, more clear. And the only way to join that beautiful party, in a sense, is to purify. I mean, purify all the ways that we've turned away from it and have not known what we truly are. Yes, we are in that purification process. And yet at the same time, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that each of us can feel it within ourselves. Um there's times where, um, I guess personally, the purification process feels like a lot of self-judgment. So it's important not to feel that judgment, but to be aware of it. What are your thoughts on this as we go through the purification? Are you seeing that with clients that you see that there's this doubt or self-judgment of ourselves? Is that just an unawareness of what we're going through? Or is it a, um, a path, a, a gift for learning to go deeper into it and, and heal that? Yeah, well, well, that's a really good question. And it's actually very relevant for the Christ consciousness because the Christ consciousness is about the balance of the masculine and the feminine. So when I teach self-love, it's really about understanding that a lot of the judgment, the criti criticism, the harshness, the ways we reject ourselves are the ways we've been programmed and then the trauma has made us fearful of, of opening our hearts and yet we have to open our hearts to embrace ourselves in compassion and tenderness and gentleness to really understand oh sweetheart you just don't know any better you didn't know any better and that's why we really have to open our feminine to be able to hold the space to, to uh, flow through and heal the reasons we judge ourselves, the reasons we're so harsh to ourselves, because I call that the rogue masculine, the ways we've learned uh, programming that we've learned to be so harsh with ourselves that the last place we want to go is compassion. And yet we have that capacity too. We just haven't really developed the muscle of the divine feminine. And that's that's really what is needed so desperately for us to heal this. We're not going to do it the old way. And a lot of the judgment and harshness criticism comes from the old way of the expectations. We've learned how we're supposed to be, what we should be doing, blah, 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 you know, that whole narrative. And it's like, no, 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 that, that can only be healed by embracing it really in a much greater compassion and seeing yourself as, as doing the very best that you can. And a lot of that is programming and trauma that shut us down so we don't have the capacity to hold it all we're so spacious but as soon as we go to judgment it starts to shut us contraction shut us down and we can't access our hearts and, and the path to our freedom in a way yes yes that judgment there's no room for judgment and so let's talk about the divine mother the ancient mother the ancient mother womb and how this can assist us right now the image behind you is reflective of this in your understanding. It's the flow of everything. In your teachings, how do you help people understand the ancient womb of the mother, the mother womb? Well, 
part of, I mean, it's a bit challenging because we have we have a lot of uh, concepts of separation. And in truth, the 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 womb, uh, the womb that's in uh, women, and the memory of that is also in men. Um, and we all come from the womb, but that human womb is actually a, a microcosm of the earth womb, which is a, a microcosm of the cosmic womb. And the cosmic womb is the cosmic mother who uh, embraces all and brings, I love that quote in the Bhagavad Gita about that she she brings all at the end of a cycle. And this is the end of a cosmic womb cycle, 26,000 year cycle, where the mother brings everything back into her womb and she cleanses and purifies and detoxes and, and soothes and nurtures and caresses and basically erases that whole memory of the limitations and the ways we've been. And then she spits out a whole, a whole new myriad out of beings that um and that that happens at the end of each cycle i think and so right now the fact that the mother is here so powerfully um it does bring up the wounds of how we separated from her and became separate from our bodies became separate from our world became separate from the animals and didn't recognize that it's all oneness and the trees etc so that we were the ways that we've treated our planet is is very similar to the ways we treat our bodies and what you're talking about about self-judgment about what we judge our bodies horribly and it's we've done the same thing with with the with the earth and thought that we owned it and we we don't own it we are part of that web but we we don't own it so it just feels like we've uh lost connection with the mother the mother's consciousness is in every cell of our bodies and that uh that can become whole through uh, to, through this purification and through the uh, acceptance receiving of the mother's love, really. So acceptance and receiving of the mother's love, what needs to be done? You're a facilitator of this. This is your mission. What is part of the journey? What's the protocol for each of us? What do we do? Do we surrender? What's what's in line with that? Sur surrender is always a good idea. <laughs> isn't it? So you, you can always answer surrender and you would be on the right page. But basically, um, you know, what I teach, I, I work a lot with Mary Magdalene and the Feminine Christs. And I love this book about uh, that Mary Magdalene beckons, Join the River of Love. And it is uh, by Mercedes Kirkle, a friend of mine. She And she talks about um, that we have to embrace, open our hearts and embrace our pain. And that, and that, that uh, opening our hearts, being willing to feel again, because it's feeling that and, and embracing instead of running from. And most of the times when we have an illness or we some, think something's wrong with the body, we think we have to run to somebody to figure out what's wrong with us. I mean, that's a true disconnection. And instead, when that happens, and, and in particular, if there's pain involved or there's something just uncomfortable involved, we usually go... Uh, see someone else tell us what's going on instead of we embrace open open with great compassion and ask our bodies um what it what is going on oh dear one I'm so sorry that this is happening and that I haven't been able to hear you uh let me let me um how how do I learn your language how can I embrace you and that's tough to do so really have to develop the muscle of the heart to be able to, to soften and open instead of uh, contract and push away, which is our usual 
our habits, really. So this is, uh, I mean, these are such basic things. And also, I think body movement, singing and, and um, bringing uh, joy into our lives, but allowing our voice to express a lot of what's coming. I mean, there's all kinds of techniques. And I use some of these in my classes of sounding to allow the body to speak again. And so that we can gently learn how to return to that instead of uh, running away from it. None of us needs anyone else to tell us what's going on with our body. Honestly, we just have lost connection. And that's actually the primal connection with the mother of, of, of disconnecting from our body's consciousness, from the consciousness of ourselves, which is really the consciousness of the whole. I don't know if that makes sense, but I just see it all as this quantum field. And our body is a part of that quantum field. And we have lost the communication channels with our own body. And the, that comes through the heart, through the opening of the womb of recognizing we have that language inherently within us. We've just forgotten. It comes through sensations in the body and opening the sensory experience, which we discount all the time. I mean, really taking a moment to notice trees or flowers and just feeling the beauty of that and feeling the pleasure in the body of that sensory experience fully so soothing so healing for the body but we think that that's uh, irrelevant and not as important as keeping up with schedules etc and and we have to find that balance anyway i'm, I'm going on but it feels like um it, it it brings up a really good point um so when we're in tune with nature and we are talking to the trees or feeling into the animals but yet, okay, I could be taking us off tangent, but I hear that this is in our collective audience an issue because we can feel the pain. We can begin to feel uh, mistreatment, mistreatment of the earth, uh, especially as we move forward in our awakening journey. We want to help so much. Can you talk a little bit about the, is this a wound inside of us? If we are feeling the pain, outside of us at the way trees are being cut down or mining goes on or the environment or even to other humans, we have war on this planet. Um, what do we do with that? How do we heal from that? Um, is this something to go within and reconnect to the divine mother's love? Is that the healing agent? Is that the work that needs to be done? Uh, yes. In a nutshell, yes. I think anything that's happening on the outer that we see and we notice is really serving to, to invite us to come within to the places where we're disconnected, where we're in pain, and it's easier to see it outside of ourselves. I mean, this is sort of how our, our world is designed. It's really an invitation to look within you to where, where is that pain within you? And the more, and, and then opening and receiving and being gentle with and allowing that within ourselves. This is really the greatest gift at this point that we can give the planet is to acknowledge that first and foremost, so we can open the stream within ourselves, like this stream behind me, so we can open that stream, that flow again within ourselves. And so then when there's things happening outside of ourselves, it's not that sometimes we're not called to do something out there, but but I think we have to be careful, discerning about whether we're being called 
we, we feel like we got to go do something out there because we don't want to look at what's happening here inside and how painful that is. You know, and oftentimes we get engaged out there and run ourselves into the ground for, and it's hard to, to determine where to put your energies right now. But the, the primary, primary way that we heal the planet is by healing ourselves, healing what is it that's being mirrored back to me. And this goes on every level, every level, Lorraine. You see some on TV that bugs you about some politicians, some that's happening. Look within, where's that in me? Where am I being triggered? Yes, that is really very interesting. And okay, let's use an example because you and I, before we began, we're talking about trees and you felt in California right now, you've witnessed trees um, from flooding, right? felled trees from flooding and I witnessed trees being chopped down big old ancient trees and so based on what you were saying this is something within me and I had reacted in a way where I found myself yelling <laughs> me yelling at people who were cutting the trees down and then that night I, I went in and I slept on it and I, I reflected back on it knowing that this is something within me and it's like what is it within me and I wondered, was I a tree in a past life? Well, yes. But then I realized also the trees were fine. Um, and so there needs to be deeper work that I can do to go into this. But maybe it feels like there's some lack of um, control or something. I don't know. I'm kind of just talking off the cuff here. But this is all what we have to look at. We have to look at why we feel this way and go deeply into it. So in your situation, as you feel the trees, what would you say? What, what, what's, are you, were you a tree or is it something deeper than that? Well, I think because of the extensive uh, purification that I've done, part of my work is to merge with different elements in nature and um, help them to clear the trauma and the, and the, the um, issues that are held there because the earth holds everything that humans have ever done and and all but but the difference between humans and like trees is that trees like you said they're okay they're, they're okay because they understand their primary role is service to love and therefore they are they are in service love no matter what's happening and they don't have any any resistance any avoidance any, you know they're they're not dissociated they're like one with that impulse so if that means they need to fall over or they need to die that there isn't any separation in them between that impulse that they are that's the impulse of the mother the mother the creation impulse it just says okay time for your death because death and rebirth is a part of the cycle they go right ahead and do that so if you as a spectator are having an issue with that then you then there's something in you that is being reflected by sort of the unconsciousness of those who are cutting down the trees and and or the uh level of violation in a sense that that represents depending on why the trees are being cut down whatever that is those those uh, energetically you can feel that and it's tapping into something in you that mm -hmm. isn't purified it doesn't necessarily mean you were treating a past life. It means there's some place where there's a violation that came, stemmed from that same kind of consciousness that is arising in you that is calling forth healing. 
Okay, very good, very well said. All right, okay. We are going to be doing a healing with you or a little process, it's so beautiful. You put us in the divine feminine vortex and we'll get to experience that in a moment. Our show today is called Embodied Ascension, Awaking Crystalline Stargates into Infinite Love. So there's a lot there. There's a couple definitions I'd like you to explain. Okay. Embodied ascension. First, let's start with embodied ascension. Then I'm going to ask you about how or what are crystalline stargates and how we awaken them. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Laura. Those are good questions. Uh, the embodied ascension to me um, like the foundation of it is self-love, this masculine feminine uh, marriage in a sense, union within our beings, which includes the body, the heart, as well as our minds, that those are operating together so that the masculine and the feminine principles within each being, this is genderless, um, is, is uh, honoring and having a respectful, honoring, harmonious relationship with one another. So that foundation, and this is what I teach in my self-love class, that foundation lends itself to being in relationship, obviously, with our body and our hearts. And what we haven't known, because this is the divine feminine, the heart, the body, uh, recognition, awareness, et cetera, that is where we have lost, we, we've lost a lot of ground. So we have to pick pick that up in terms of, clearing and purifying the reason we're purified is because we have had to deny for so long uh, the violations the pain the trauma that resides in ourselves and we cannot make it into infinite or or into the crystalline which is such purity i mean purity beyond anything we recognize here um and innocence that level is not available to us unless we've cleared up this this awful way that we have been treated, but that we've also learned to treat ourselves. And that's where that, that has to come into balance and harmony. So we have often, I mean, for so many years, like close, at least 5,000, we have very patriarchal paths on this planet for the most part. So they emphasized like getting out of here and ascending, even transcendental meditation, et cetera. Those paths, all of them were like body is, in fact, I have to say Christianity went to the point of making the body sinful and lewd and everything about the body, including pleasure, is considered um, uh, dark and evil, etc. And this is really a denigration of the divine feminine, because that's actually not true. We're meant to be an absolute joy, pure enjoyment, pure sensual pleasure through our connection with nature, with one another, with, I mean, this is not there's such a beautiful thing happening here in the in, in what's emerging. And we haven't known that. So in order to partake in that, in order to come into oneness, the only way I know it's really a vibrational oneness because the mind and our conceptual self only see separation. And that's according to how it should be. And that's why we've gotten so far into separation because we discount the vibration, the formless, which is the feminine and what our hearts are saying, we discount our feelings. We think all of those are less important than, and, and what our bodies are saying. We discount that. It's not important, but you always put that on a back burner. And that has to come to the, to the equal, equal with what our minds are saying, that there's not 
there's not a separation there that they're working harmoniously together. So in order to ascend, we really have to open the heart, the womb. I mean, we really have to open those in order to feel vibrational oneness. It's a sensory experience, um, largely feeling sensory, vibrational, a visceral experience that eventually merges us into gnosis, into knowing the oneness. It isn't um, a conceptual mental uh, issue, you know, matter. So um, that said, the, the, okay, is the next question, the crystalline stargates? Are we good on that part? So the crystalline stargates, the, the heart See, we can't know oneness through our minds. Oneness really has to come through the heart and the womb because it is it is a level of like the animals and the trees and all of creation recognizes oneness because they're just one with that flow. They're not, they don't have the separation that we've created. And so when we are able to uh, come deeper and deeper into our hearts, it's not a one-time thing. It just keeps spiraling. And, and the feminine is all about spirals, rhythms, cycles, instead of linear. And this is really the, the, what the, the earth, the oceans, the moon, et cetera, all operates, the sun operates on cycles, rhythms. Our bodies do too. We've just been trying to put it on a linear framework and it doesn't fit really. So in order to uh, come into an uh, embodied union, all of that has to come into a union, into a communion of working with, so there is no separation. So opening the heart and the womb um, opens us into the infinite spiral that takes us into multidimensionality. And you can call it crystalline, you can call it uh, the multidimensional or the quantum, um, but it is these two centers in the body when they're fully purified and we are madly in love with ourselves, these, these centers open more and more and more so that our experience becomes one of union rather than uh, separation. And we also have to let go of our uh, adherence, almost addiction to the mind and give our whole being um, license to express itself. And increasingly, that's how we move into the crystalline realms or into the multidimensional, which doesn't use words for communication. It uses really telepathic thoughts, sound. I mean, it's vibration. And that's how we learn to communicate and be one with it. It isn't gonna come through our minds in the ways we've tried to learn things in the past. Great, so then this, uh, the, the notion of, well, the, the, the job of opening the heart, that is what we hear and, and many on the path are so used to that. Some may not be aware of the womb, the womb work as much as opening the heart. How does one open the wound? First, we have to uh, clear out the trauma of the wound. What's that like for people? I mean, this would be a lot of shame. This is more than maybe just physical abuse, sexual trauma, but also mental conditioning, programming of society, separating, putting us into putting us in labels and telling us that's wrong or that's bad. 
So talk a little bit more about the womb and purifying the womb and then how we open the womb. Are we feeling, is it, is it a portal of energy and we're feeling sensations and they're connected to the heart? Explain this a little more. Yeah, that's actually a good question because I was surprised in my own evolution when the womb started to become first primary. And I and I, I thought, wow, the womb. I mean, this is one of the reasons I so appreciate Mary Magdalene because this is is the work of the dark feminine of healing. And, and that all, we always associate that with, with a negative, I think we have negative connotations with that. But in fact, it, it, it simply means that the, that the womb is connected to the void. Um, the the sort of the eternal darkness, the infinite darkness of creation, and so the um, the womb uh, holds some of the deepest and and sort of horrific trauma of how we separated from even the connection to the mother of knowing and honoring and respecting the mother and honoring nature, etc. And, and also, as you said, it's all the rape, incest, sexual trauma, anything that happened in utero, which is so delicate, so, 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 so innocent. And that that is beyond verbal, uh, almost like these subliminal states where we are uh, connecting to uh, layers of what we knew in the womb of the safety, but also whatever is happening with our mother and the relationship with the mother and the father and uh, anyone that's significant in, in the mother's life. This is actually where we know true gnosis, like communion with the mother is in the womb. And it's so beautiful. Uh, a lot of the uh, ancient uh, sort of earth-based paths, when mother gives birth, they honor that by burying the placenta in the earth, which is symbolic for that we're going to go from being connected to this umbilical cord of the mother to the, the umbilical cord of the earth, the umbilical cord of the cosmic mother, and that we are now, now we are held in this larger womb, in a sense, and most people don't, um, don't, don't, we haven't done that, obviously. We sterilize it, we separate, we created so much separation. There isn't really any uh, uh, connection to the fact that we are held. So we are, are very protected, self, you know, isolating, lonely, trying to hold ourselves, take care of ourselves, because we don't trust that, that that we're totally taken care of. Like the birds know that, <laughs> you know, the trees know that, but we don't trust that. And that's because we have a lot of separation trauma. A lot of that trauma where we can't trust, it's safety issues, issues of, of, of trust. Those are the big issues in the womb. Um, we don't feel safe. Obviously, we've constructed houses, et cetera, to create good boundaries and create all these physical structures because we've, we've felt unsafe for so long. The womb is really, uh, and safety and trust are huge issues, obviously. Um, but it takes the healing of the uh, of all of these um, deeper issues. And that's why, for me, the experience of opening the heart is primary. Then we head into the womb because the womb stuff is more. Um, it's just it's got it's a lot of it's a lot of layers and it's heavy duty. And, and I really, really encourage people to get help with womb stuff because it is where a lot of diseases originated all of our disempowerment, victimization stuff, a lot of that 
is held in the womb and we don't recognize that we're that we're held and that we're nurtured and that we're loved beyond our we we can say that but we don't feel that and so we we create all kind of structures to avoid um, connection and then we end up isolating ourselves yes yeah so that's the work thank you let's let's have you offer a process a healing okay. circle for everyone yeah tell us a little bit about what this is and then we'll let you begin okay um energetically i've all, already been working with this group because the oneness i i can feel the souls who are called they're all we're already in the in the circle this is part of what i'm talking about there's a whole other world happening here that isn't what we think is happening so what, what i would like to do is just to bring us into the heart and then uh, drop into the womb and then into the sacred waters of the earth to be cleansed and to be purified and to just surrender and allow the process because we don't have to do it all but we do have to surrender and be willing to release and let go of a lot of the ways we've been holding unconsciously a lot of separation. So, and so we'll bathe there for a while and I'll just see what I'm called to. If I'm silent, it's because I'm doing a lot of work in the deeper realms. And often I know Mother Mary is with me today and so is Mary Magdalene. There's some really deep and, and my womb and lower body has been really, uh, Okay, I've been feeling this group. So we'll work on uh, clearing some of the things that are in, in uh, you know, the traumas that are there. Then I'll just bring it all up to flush through the body and we'll be done. So if there's periods when I'm silent, I'm going to play some music. When I'm silent, I'm doing some work. So just keep swimming in that. Just allow yourself and whatever you can release, I will, I will guide you through it and ask you to release the things you're aware of because things are um, are likely to come up and and just know you're not alone when things uh, surface the best thing you can do is just say surrender don't don't run away from allow allow it to uh, um, surface but sometimes it's painful things I'm always amazed at the things experiences people have so I just say you know uh, allow it as much as you can surrender and trust the greater um, consciousness that is holding this vortex of love is purifying and knows exactly what to do and so does your body actually because it's part of that consciousness okay so before we begin i just have a quick question this is yeah. for every human not just females this womb connection um do you want to speak about what men can do in this process is it different is it the same um, actually, it's really interesting because, I mean, it, it is the same in so many ways because we this distinction of men and women in a certain kind of way is one that we honor on this plane, but on other levels, it really doesn't exist. Obviously, we are souls, we are androgynous souls, and every one of us has had and a lot of the trauma and the things I'm clearing are things that happened when men were women and women were men or um, all of the fluidity that's happening right now in terms of gender identification is leading us towards that union of the, of the, uh, the gender roles in a sense so that we can be so much more fluid in the expression of sexuality and sensuality 
um, on this plane and also the the connection because sensuality is not just about sexuality it's it's literally about living as a sensual joyous being who who just lives in this world of pleasure in a sense i mean that's what we're meant to be experiencing joy and the whole, all that that does and so so all of that is available to men as well and one of the uh my mission is to hold an ascension vortex that is a womb vortex and part of what i've been doing for the last two years of my classes is opening the grail gates of the womb and the final, there's seven grail gates, and it is really sort of a solidifying of the masculine-feminine issues coming together. And at the eighth grail gate, um, that's the one that opens into multidimensionality. And, it's between, and that is not gender-specific. It is in every human being, between the, uh, the first and second chakras. And it's, be, it's not at the same energetic level or vibrational level as the other chakras. And so... When that opens, we just open into the void and access the multidimensional, basically. So um, we'll see how far we can get. It just depends on the group and what, what is meant to happen here today. So I will do what I can. I just encourage everyone to surrender. Is that pretty clear, Loren? Absolutely. Thank you for sharing. Okay, real good. Uh, if you have no, uh, well, I will uh, also, I would like to call in the ancestors and the, uh, and each person sort of spiritual ancestry, because all of these beings are here to help, help with this purification and this clearing. So I just keep emphasizing we're not alone. There's so much help here, um, because this does feel daunting at times, but at the same time, staying in the moment, surrendering opens us to all that we have. It's just so much more than we've known. Okay, Loren, are we ready? Okay, I would just encourage everyone uh, to close your eyes and to make yourself comfortable. Uh, whatever it takes to just tune in gently to your body. And to start breathing just softly gently into your heart and with each breath allowing the invitation of the heart to drop deeper and to just start spiraling gently into the heart Imagine a leaf that's dropping and slowly and gently being drawn deeper and deeper into this beautiful vortex that simply feels like an intelligent, compassionate, gentle invitation in the depths of the heart.
all-encompassing, all-embracing. ourselves floating, still spiraling, slowing down. And we notice various lifetimes, various beliefs, and as we float by them and become aware of them, 
just setting our intention to release anything that doesn't serve our quantum being, anything that is holding us in density and forgetfulness. And continuing to spiral gently here. Inviting her into our hearts, awakening a deeper commitment, a deeper devotion, a deeper knowing that we are so much more than anything that's been holding us back here in the womb. serving us. Cleanse and purify the bones, our sick bones. And as we're moving in our swirls, we gently find ourselves moving into the bladder. gentleness here. A beautiful stone that's merging. And the brilliant light is emerging from the stone of this crystalline essence of the mother. The crystalline essence of love that begins to shine and open into the whole womb. Lifting and clearing. So much density, so much ancient trauma and ways that we've held ourselves small, illusions, beliefs. Expressing your intention to release anything here chakra 
the sacred stones of the earth, gemstones, the ancient ones. of the ancient grandmothers, our own grandmothers, and we feel here the calling of Mother Earth, of the Mother. We bow to her in acknowledgement of her beauty. generosity and step into the temple of the mother continuing to spiral in acknowledgement and in joy and in love ones of the oceans, the rivers, the devas, to guide us through this beautiful magic wonderland of the sacred waters of the earth, the sacred womb. And we stretch out here in the waters and just allow ourselves to gently be carried in these beautiful lazy spirals around Mother Earth, in the very core of Mother Earth. through and cleanse 
every cell in the body, purifying with love, with compassion, with tenderness, full, full, full acceptance, embrace everything that you've ever done, that has ever been done to you, just allowing all of that greater whole completely holds and supports and carries and offers such a generous abundance here of love, of forgiveness. And allowing ourselves to float in this bath.
ourselves to be immersed in this beautiful waterfall of grace, compassion, and love. Just turning our heads up, opening our arms. Thank you. Thank you for this beautiful immersion, this beautiful bath. feeling for a moment the deep peace within and knowing that this is the truth. This is who we are. From this beautiful place of peace and of gentle love, we bow to all the creatures of the earth, to the trees, tremendous love and gratitude for this beautiful ascension journey that we have undertaken together. And slowly and gently we bring our awareness back sitting here in front of our computers. Just set a very gentle intention to continue to allow this immersion, this bath to continue throughout this day. Setting an intention to really have a gentle and kind day that honors and sees our tenderness, our vulnerability. and knowing that it is so, and so it is. So when you're ready, just gently opening your eyes. I encourage everyone to drink some water and to drink lots of water today and for the next few days. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We are still bathing in those frequencies and it feels very cleansing, very cleansing. Yes. It's good. It'll continue to cleanse today. And we thank everyone for allowing this within yourselves. Share with us how you're feeling. You can use our chat line here on Zoom. 
you can raise your hand on Zoom and you can ask a question or share a comment if you, if you wish. Grace is also here to answer questions if they come up for you on your whole process. So let's go to Trudy right now. Trudy, you can unmute yourself and say hello. Hello, Trudy. Greetings, Lauren and Grace. And you are you have graced your presence of love upon me, honey, because I had just set an intention that was contrary to my normal way of being a very loving, open-hearted person. But when my twin flame wasn't doing what I wanted him to do, and I was in my ego, I had just declared like in the last 24 hours that, you know, I don't need to take this. I, you know, I just, I just was consciously about to put some armor around my heart. And then Lauren, when I saw your email, I said, Oh, well, let me just tune in. This sounds wonderful. And I went right back through that meditation. I am the love. I don't have to project my density onto his timeline. I just freed myself, honey. I Girl, I was taking my head around in circles. I loosened up all that density. I got on the floor and did my yoga with that waterfall and that beautiful voice. And I just came back to my senses and I said, no, I am the love. I, I just received it all. So thank you so much because I'm not a hard-hearted person at all, but this twin flame ascension journey had me going. <laughs> Can I respond? Yes. I just wanted to say uh, that um, the twin flame connection is really one of the most powerful and it will bring up the worst. It is the hardest. I haven't gone through this myself. I really, it's, it's like you, everything that is keeping you, it's really trying to uh, clear, uh, polish your diamond. So all the rough edges and all the places that really matter, it triggered, triggered, triggered. Just hanging in there with that is so, so, so painful. But ultimately, you're able to do that and keep opening. I appreciate so much, Trudy, what you're saying. Just keep opening to, to love and know that that pain is your own pain. It is exactly. He's causing, he, or, or she, uh, th that is, is your pain that's being mirrored, that's being reflected because of the tremendous love that's in a twin flame connection. They are actually wanting you to purify this. So they're really serving your soul. And so this, this is so, um, uh, such an, such an opportunity for you to just be, oh, this is, this is my stuff. Let me clear it. it has nothing to do with him or her. I'm just, I'm good right <laughs> that's that's and that's the truth of it and it was just in divine order because i had gotten out of the painful like the really agonizing painful part of it but you know the journey ebbs and flows and so as i hit different pockets determines you know how i actually process it but the creator the most high source will not allow me to go into ego again like i'm fully in this 16 16 months i'm fully in it so source always realigns me back to the love and you are the vessel loren your and grace you guys were the vessel that spirit used to get me back to myself it hadn't even been 24 hours before i was trying to somehow the mind wanted me to go backwards and it wouldn't source wouldn't allow me so Many, many thanks, infinite grace to you. 
I am so grateful for this twin flame journey because I do understand it's a journey of self-love and it's a journey for my ascension. So my mind just tried to tweak me out a little bit, <laughs> but I'm, I'm okay. I'm, I've got it. Good for you, Trudy. I applaud you for getting on this call, following Spirit's call and, and allowing yourself to just let that go, heal yourself, keep, keep going into self-love. You're absolutely Thank you. right. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Yes. Thank you. It's really interesting. Um, the relationships that show us it's an outside, it's a relationship that's outside of us that shows us how we judge ourselves so harshly, right? Or we lose, we, we get, we come off our center from that. And so what a beautiful place to be able to release all that and come back to the love. So Trudy, good, good going on your journey there and everyone going on your journey. Yeah, very, that very. That actually happens faster and faster just, just to follow through. And eventually you can have a relationship with anyone and you're so spacious, you're not triggering anything for you anymore. You are the love Then you are. And as Trudy was saying, we are the love. So to, to me, the masculine is the light and the feminine is the love. And when those come together, we are the essence of love itself. We are not doing love. We're not loving someone because it's a favor or receiving whatever. We are the love. That essence is what gives life to everything on this planet. And so when you can come to that place, then you can love everyone. And no matter what they're doing, they're not doing it to you anymore. You recognize they're doing their thing. And if you're triggered, then there's something you got to clear, clean up. But there's not, nothing going on here anymore. You just feel love and compassion. Can I say something really quick to just piggyback off of that? All right. Because one of, one of the things I used to do with my, with every, I've been married three times. And with the twin, when the twin flame came in, one of the things I needed to validate was for them to say, I love you. And my twin flame, because he can hear my thoughts. He says, I can, I know exactly. He, he'll answer the question before I even say it, because we share the same soul and the same chakra system. And after the dark night of the soul and this last part of really beginning to embody the love, I don't actually really want to hear him say, I love you, maybe every now and then, but not this everyday thing that I needed. I didn't, we are the love. That's what you're saying. Yes, and right. the handholding, all the handholding and this um, affection, a lot of it that I needed, I don't need anymore because I healed the the um, imprint of the abandonment wound. So it's just really interesting as we continue to ascend, we might not, I don't need those words in the affection like I did. You know, it was really that my inner child was so wounded. I needed, I needed from them what I didn't get from parenting. That's right. And eventually that is actually, what you're saying is absolutely spot on. And the more you can fall in love with yourself and own responsibility for everything that's happening and recognize that that's me, me, me. I mean, it sounds so narcissistic in a way, but it's the most beautiful gift that you ultimately give yourself that you're no longer groveling and needing others' approval or needing. I mean, I, I literally, I was just talking to a friend last night. So I just don't even know what needs are anymore because I feel mm. like. I can handle, I, I'm, I, 
meet my own needs. And it's not to say don't, I actually don't need people. I love having them around. I love exchanging with them, but it's not that level of having, having to have it because I don't have it myself. I'm full and unto myself. Yeah. Can I please, 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 this, this has to be a moment or something because so many of us women want this or even some men, but the divine feminine really has needed it and craved it. And, you know, he was displaying narcissistic behaviors. And I was like, oh, my God, he's a narcissist. Come to find out he was mirroring the narcissistic tendencies, how I treated other people in my shadow self. And so I was this little Miss Perfect. I'm just doing everything so perfect. But it was codependency. I was being codependent and blaming him. And it was really my shadow reflected in this beautiful man. Thank you. Mm. That's absolutely right, Turnhead. That's beautiful. Thank you. So that's, I just wanted to share that. Thank you. Trudy, that helps so many others. Thank you. It really does. And this is our journey of self-love. This is it. This is what we go through. And when we can see that that's just a program or a wound within us, and it's not, we don't rely on anyone else to fill it. We've come an amazing leg of the journey. So good, very good. Well, oh my gosh, this is a great time, Grace, to talk about ways that people can work with you further. And speaking of self-love, that is something in your special offer. I'm going to put the link in our Zoom box and I'll put the link uh, wherever people are watching and listening to this so that they can learn more about that. But there's a couple of things. Not only do you have your um, five-week program coming up, which is beautiful. It's really special and precious. There's a feminine Christ healing circle and then the liberation of self-love program and also a healing sexual trauma guided meditation. Tell us about this special offer and how it will benefit people. Well, it's so interesting, uh, again, perfectly orchestrated with Trudy's question, is is self-love, uh, the way that I uh, that teach self-love is, I mean, a lot of people uh, approach it in different ways, but I really am at the deepest level of the, of, the, of the divine masculine, divine feminine dance that we need to heal within ourselves because we are so damaged. There would be no self-judgment or, or harshness, criticism, etc if the if the balance of the masculine feminine is um, attained in a sense and it is it does take work because we're so programmed to be outer conditioned in a sense instead of inner conditioned and also to not extend the kind of compassion we can extend to others to ourselves but the uh, there is no greater liberation than uh than recognizing uh that than falling in love with ourselves and I do that through a series of classes and then I give people exercises on how to continue this practice because it's never just one class. I mean, it continues to deepen this practice of awareness, of awakening to um, the fact that we uh, ultimately develop a, a relationship of reverence, of awe at our own magnitude. And that that is the ultimate of the journey of self-love is is that you would dream of being harsh with yourself or judging yourself. Doesn't it, it's not even in your consciousness anymore when you come into the level of innocence and purity that this path of self-love takes you into ultimately because you 
because it's just not even in your consciousness anymore. You recognize who you are. So in the same breath that you can bow to Mother Earth, you bow to yourself. You, you know, like, whoa, what have I been missing? <laughs> so that's the journey of self-love as I teach it. I teach at the deepest level so that we cover self-commitment, self-compassion, self forgiveness and and self-responsibility those like those are tools that take us create a different relationship within ourselves at a very deep level and uh, many of the people who have been doing this with me uh for for at least the last five years keep coming back every year because it's a deeper level it's a whole new experience when you realize oh here's this whole other layer where i've been discounting myself disowning myself rejecting myself battering myself and recognize oh there's there's so much more and the more we open that pathway uh actually trudy trudy's share was was perfect in in that um we end up recognizing that the relationship between the masculine and feminine within ourselves defines and sets the tone for all of our other relationships so when we heal that relationship all of our other relationships are healed so people are like well, Grace, how come you don't talk about how we're going to, you know, uh, try to heal the war in Ukraine and so on? I'm like, because it's all within us. And when we are able, I mean, I, and there's plenty of people who are working on that. And I and I, I'm, I, I, I totally applaud them. But I'm working on this deepest level um, of, of opening and recognizing and developing this beautiful relationship. I can't even, I can't express the beauty of the relationship of harmony between masculine and feminine. True for, it has nothing to do with gender um, that is, is within us. So that's where I focus. I don't even focus on eating the right diet or exercise, etc. because truly you do those things if you're in love with yourself and honor yourself and see yourself and honor your body, etc. I mean, those just come naturally. You wouldn't even think of not doing that. Um, so that the self love then, then I offer the feminine Christ healing circles because I love the earth so on earth day what I want to do I am in communion with the earth and my greater work is really to heal healing the earth and being so I, I love to bring that into a, a union experience through the body and the heart and then uh, Mary Magdalene adore and I've worked with her for many years actually knew her in her life on this earth so we have to we always do a, a hugely transformative uh, experience there. And for every one of these healing circles, I do healing on every person who's signed up just as soon as they're signed up in the uh, vibrational field. And for quite some days after that, because it, the group actually has an intelligence and a particular um, momentum that is, is healed. And then uh, I'll be doing one at Christmas solstice because because both of those are very powerful, but mostly it's the it's the earth, the earth holidays that I like to honor because there's major transformative experiences possible there. So every time I do a deep level of healing and then I talk about how we can come into relationship with, it's all about relationship, the divine feminine relationship with our own bodies, our own hearts, and with the planet in a much more holistic framework. So those are my offerings. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your tremendous work in dedication and devotion to the divine feminine, the divine Christ feminine. It really is wonderful. And I want to share uh, another comment speaking to the, the journey of self-love. And as Trudy mentioned, as what she recognized 
in this um, reflection back to herself um, with her, her twin flame is, you know, when we fall in love, if we fall in love with another person, we're actually falling in love with ourselves. I'm going to cry right now when I hear that because I understand it now. And so um, we fall in love with ourselves, but yet the triggers that could come up because of the programs of the earlier wounds, the wounded child that's crying out for uh, the need to hear someone say, I love you. Well, when we learn to step in and do that ourselves, that is falling in love with ourselves, And it just makes us much more clear and um, aligned and in our soul body. And then this goes back to the womb and the feeling of sensations of love within our body um, that we don't have to be in love with another person, that they could be a facilitator towards it. But this is our journey of love and we are falling in love with ourselves. What we go back to when we started this conversation, the separation from the womb, the separation from the divine mother, we are falling back in love with that because it's a yeah, part of and, us. And, and absolutely. And, and you know, when, when I talk about the Divine Mother, she is also the life force of everything that's alive on this planet. So in that way, we actually are one with all of that, that life force. And, and, and the only difference is that we've disconnected from that and, and don't have a relationship with our own bodies for the most part, but I'm talking about a visceral connected gnosis kind of relationship, a knowing, not not something that we're doing, that, that we simply are that. And when we fall in love with ourselves, we ultimately love, become the love that we are. I mean, that's already in us. We just become the essence of love. So we are then just the emanation of love. And that just naturally does all the doing. And we're just being, and that being is doing everything I don't know if I, that even makes sense but it's like we don't have to that's why when you're you're living in this state everything just comes to you it's like miracles or just people just you have a thought oh I could use this and then something just shows up this is what because your greater being is doing all the doing you don't have to work nearly as hard don't have to keep your schedule packed <laughs> you just lay back and things but not to mention that you can't do something, but it's it's just so beautiful how we're meant to live. Yes, and quantum physics is stepping in and quantifying this. And Amit Goswami, he says that uh, the science of, of uh, love, um, quantum science is the science of love. And that he, you, you were saying do and then be, do, be, do. He calls it do, be, do, be, do, be, do. Because when we be, then we can do, and then we do be, do be, do. So, okay, Scooby Dooby Doo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. There is a question before we say goodbye. This comes in from Linda, and she's seeking a little bit of advice. Linda says, Thank you so much. This has been amazing and transformative. A quick question I was called to the property I now live on. I feel as if I have been here in a past lifetime. I keep feeling within that I want to do more for the land as my heart is so full here. Any suggestions would be so appreciated. Mother Earth is so immense and full here, and it has allowed me to heal. And I wish to, oh, I wish to do the same for her. Uh, any comment there, Grace? Oh, that's just so beautiful. 
I, I have to say that one of the, I, I don't know where this land is or what your um, uh, relationship to it is, and it may be that it is a past life connection, and it may be that it is sort of a, through a meridian connected to a past life place that is is at the same wavelength in a certain kind of way but whatever the calling is I, I applaud you for going to where you felt called and I would say to um, and you may already be doing this but to merge with Mother Earth and to really uh, send her your love and your gratitude every day you have no idea how much Mother Earth like benefits from that and really feels that we are seeing her and appreciating her and and then ask that question within and if there's a particular spot you're called to ask that question what but don't underestimate what you're doing simply giving her love and gratitude appreciation and and just filling yourself with that becoming one with that that uh, experience even be, becoming a channel of that love through your own being but then simultaneously ask mother earth what more can I do? And it may not be about doing, it may be about being. Maybe about Scooby-Doo. It may simply be about being the love and appreciation for that piece of, of land. And it will start to blossom in ways that it hasn't because people haven't been appreciating Mother Earth and really seeing her. So mm -hmm. just to see and appreciate, um, it, it's just like you. We all love to be seen and appreciated on a very deep level. And so Mother Earth, that that would just make it you wouldn't believe what would happen there if if you did that and then there's there's forms of agriculture etc that i think really honor honor the uh earth that i would just uh, i would look into ah yes perfect permaculture and those things yeah. and i wanted to say thank you for this question i have um god bumps all over because i get a lot of the answer grace's answer to your question really resonates deeply within my heart too and i know it does with others who are here and to appreciate mother earth in that way and to anchor love in your body and share it with the the land where you are wow that is your new ritual that can become a ritual and watch what happens from that and when you see flowers or something that really strikes you, take the time to really appreciate and feel the pleasure of beauty in your body. And that really, then it, it literally, when you start to do this, everything seems like it blossoms more. It it, it really just, it, you know, it's like a peacock. Like it just starts to really show its beauty because you're seeing it, you're appreciating it. It's so important. I have rain outside right now, and I feel so comforted with that. And at the same time, I want to share beautiful Dolores's comment. Dolores, wow, um, you bring tears, Dolores, and I, I know you're feeling it too. Dolores says, my mother just passed away, and I felt like I was laying in her arms. You were. Beautiful, Dolores, thank you. Thank you. This is the oneness of the mother. A mother's love is eternal. 
Grace, thank you for this beautiful space today. Every time we are here, we go quantum and taken higher into the evolution of love. And for that, I am grateful eternally. As we say goodbye, any final thoughts? Well, I just, you know, my, my, my final thoughts is that it's so simple. Just seek simplicity and, and being, being able to immerse yourself in the beauty and, and the grace that surrounds us always and to know that love heals everything. Please don't believe the things that we have been told because your body can totally heal through love. Everything around us can heal through love and we have the power, the capacity to heal this planet just by awakening through self-love um, to the magnitude of love that we are. Love heals everything. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Loretta. I really appreciate the opportunity. Thank everyone who is here today. And, and thank you for this opportunity to be with you again in this lovely space and sharing Costa Rica with us. I, I like that too. Beautiful. Thank you, Grace. And again, for our beautiful heart-centered audience, if Grace can support you on your journey, please check out her special offer. Join her groups. She is ready and willing and standing by to assist you. To help you with that, we have a two-payment plan so that it makes it easy for you to participate if you find that helpful. And as I say goodbye, I want to leave you all with the question, how do we show up in love? Beautiful. Grace, thank you. And everyone, thank you. We love you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love you. Thank you, Loren. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music, available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.